0: Hello, welcome back to Life in the Key of C. We are on episode three. I'm your host, Jen Morales, and I'm here with Mark Morales, and we have a very, very special guest. Our cat Sam Sam is sitting here on the desk with us. So if you hear meow, it's Sam Sam.
1: You might have saw him uh, earlier this week in a post that I made with him sitting sitting on my rock rock and suck That was talking, his audition. Yeah, he's Yeah, that was his rock.
0: audition. I guess he's been approved. He's our spool, baby. That's okay. So Mark, hey, how are you?
1: I'm doing good today, man. This has been uh one one awesome weekend. Really nice The
0: weekend. tour of the Gulf Coast.
1: Yes, uh mm-hmm. starting Thursday night with the uh, Lake Charles Parrothead Club at Cooler's Ice House with the uh, Howard McMichael the Tropicats. And uh, that was such a fun show. It's always it's always a lot of fun to play with Howard on the On the steel drums, and then I get to sing and play guitar. It
0: sounded great. And the Southwest Egg Rolls at Cooler's were really good.
1: Well, Cooler's Ice House, the restaurant got knocked over, wiped out by the storm. Yeah, they had to rebuild. Yeah. And now they brought food back, and their food is amazing there.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed the.
1: Howard had, what is that, the Philly cheesesteak. Mm hmm and you had the egg rolls what was it what kind southwest of egg, southwest egg rolls yes. and the sauce was really good it was really good i had the pizza and it was muy delicioso yes <laughs>
0: it was very fun and then then we went from there to saturday we were out at the Nicholas river wheelhouse
1: yes and welcomed by the owner robbie at the gate yes there.
0: and had cones so that we could park
1: yes it's always nice when um when you can pull up the, to the to the Natchez River Wheelhouse and have your parking lo- parking spots coned off for you. So yeah, easy <laughs> to that, in. that place is the is the most hopping place on in the in the Tri City area. There it was the Golden packed. Triangle. It's always packed. the The Natchez River Wheelhouse. It's right there on the river. Boats go by all the time. Every time you go there, it's packed out. It's a great place to eat, great place to get drinks, and uh, we love playing there. And lots of
0: our friends out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Uh, and then Saturday, yesterday, we headed out to Dox Seafood and Steaks out in Corpus Christi.
1: Dock's is a really cool place. Well, <laughs> it was
0: a fun place to be. As you can see, I have um, you, Mark. Our, our listeners can't see. I did get some sun on my forehead. I've got a little bit of a... It looks more like a rash. I got some sunburn.
1: Yeah, there was not too many places to stay out of the sun. Uh, the sun hit you from every angle, but I noticed that uh, Mary had come up with something to help you out there.
0: There was, there was absolutely no shade. Mary, bless her, she set up a sign, the like band sign yeah. for me <laughs> to give me some shade so that... My pale white skin wouldn't end up looking like a lobster. You
1: had brought some kind of shawl. Yeah, I had this. So
0: I bought that shawl at the airport Mm -hmm. in Minnesota because, you know, it's always cold on the plane. Mm -hmm. But not really cold enough to wear a sweater because then I get hot. Mm -hmm. And so they had this, like, lightweight fabric shawl that was perfect. So it's been in my backpack for planes. And so, yeah, I pulled that out to kind of uh, shade my arms. It worked. It did, yeah. I'm. I'm...
1: You didn't get burned. I don't look
0: like a lobster. And the only place I've got is here on the forehead.
1: (laughs) Well, thankfully you recover. Uh, the doc seafood house is right there on the water. And, uh, laguna madre on the intercoastal you can see all the boats going by There was a, a lot of fishermen who pulled up to eat and they heard us playing and they pulled up to get some drinks did you see the canoers
0: yes they came out after the sunset so they had like lights little blue on, lights there was like nine the boats, canoes the canoe on the canoes and on their paddles so when the paddles moved the colors were mm-hmm. it was really
1: neat well those did, one thing one thing about those canoes they were that they had the transparent bottoms on the bottoms you could see down in oh. the water and see the fish and everything. So I think that's what they were doing, like a night tour type of thing there, which is really cool. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a lot of fun. But
1: also, I like watching the birds, the pelicans. The pelicans look so prehistoric, and it's so neat. Oh,
0: and that reminds me because we did go over the ferry at one point yesterday. I actually got to see a dolphin, and I rarely get to see a dolphin on that ferry. Everybody's like, "Oh, look, we got to see dolphins!" And I was I don't. passed
1: out of sleep, drooling probably you are but I, I did
0: get to see a dolphin so we got to see prehistoric looking birds and dolphins and
1: i, I love it it's i love being on the water um it's, and it's a lot of fun it's there so peaceful
0: three dogs
1: oh last yeah. night tell me about those
0: so there was a great piranus <laughs> that was a huge uh, named dog. king arthur giant dog well deserving of the name yes that dog was oh big. he was so sweet and then there were two other dogs they i don't really know what kind of dogs they, they look were. like golden retrievers They were really cute. Uh, Charlie and Astro because his owner is an Astros fan.
1: Okay. Didn't you make a post on that?
0: I did because, you know, I got to meet dogs and that always makes me happy. Okay. So had to share that.
1: Continue on with with Doc Seafood. The first set was really hot and uh, (laughs) I had brought four fans to this show. And I set them all up and Jerry looked at me. He's like, four fans. And I know he was thinking that's a little bit excessive.
0: I thought it was a little bit excessive. But
1: when you're playing in something that feels like 111, you can't have too many. So I, I brought all these fans and I put them there and I created this cyclone around where I stand. And then Jerry went over there and stood in that area and he said, Okay, I'm I'm standing here. This is where I'm going to be. It feels so good right here. So uh, I took one of my fans and I moved him over towards him so he'd have two fans Aww. instead of one. Look at you being but. nice. <laughs>
0: And did but Alex have any air at all?
1: Alex did. He brought. He brought. He had one fan that he brought. Okay. You gotta. You gotta mitigate that heat here in, in Texas. Do anything you can to to stay cool while you're playing. Like you brought me so many waters last night. I couldn't yes. even count them. And we drank a, a lot of margaritas. Yes, uh, there
0: was a uh, mango and a cucumber mm-hmm. that were really. The
1: good. The cucumber yeah. margarita was really good. It was. It's. It's. It's not something I would think that I would like, you know. But it was so refreshing. It was, it was really good and in the heat when you drank it it just went into your the body. The only thing and, and... that it
0: needed was maybe a little bit of jalapeno.
1: I gotta disagree with you there. I know. Okay. Okay. I know let's talk about feel. this for a second. I
0: know how you feel about it. I do like my margaritas to be spicy.
1: Well, there's there are camps on this one, and there I've are. talked to a lot of people about this because me and you are totally in different camps when <laughs> it comes are. when it comes to jalapeno margaritas. Okay. Me in my younger days, I liked spicy things. I still like, I love spicy things. Let me say that. However, I don't like spicy in my margarita. I like them sweet. Okay. And tangy. I
0: want a little bit of sweet and a little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. I want both.
1: And you get it. That jalapeno, man, it's, it puts some kick in there. So I
0: think with the cucumber, maybe just. Just a little bit of an edge on mm-hmm. it would have been really good. But that's just, you know, my opinion. Mm-hmm.
1: I think your listeners should let us know what they like.
0: They should. Please let us know. Are you spicy or not spicy? So let's, you know, drop a message on our Facebook and mm-hmm. Life of the Kiasi and let us know.
1: Do you agree with Jennifer for the spicy or do you agree with Mark? Okay. Now, it's one thing to spicy.
0: put us in separate teams on flavors, but you can't make them choose between me and you because I don't know that I would win.
1: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Trust me, when it comes to margaritas, they're not going to pick me just because I play the steel drum. They're going to say, Mark, here's what you're, you're going to hear. Is Mark, I love your playing. But I love you're your wrong. Singing, you're but wrong. you're wrong on this one. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll take it. Okay, you know? so
0: all of those people that think that Mark is wrong, be sure to get on the Facebook page and comment that Mark is wrong. And if you think Mark is right, well, you can... You can tell him privately. I like
1: sweet margaritas. She likes I, spicy.
0: I like sweet and spicy. Okay. I like the mix. Sorry. Right. Oh, so while we're talking about this and then has absolutely nothing to do with this, I do think we need to address my voice because people keep commenting on my radio voice. You have an
1: awesome radio voice.
0: First of all, I'm not doing anything differently. It's just a really good quality mic.
1: Mm-hmm. And... You had you, you had family members say, uh, "This uh, what I does don't it sound don't like, like you." Me.
0: Now I'm wondering, what do I sound like?
1: Well, you sound like what you hear right here.
0: Okay, because see, when you talk, you, the voice that you hear inside of your head is not necessarily the same as what other people hear, and so hearing my voice recorded is not what I hear in my head.
1: Yeah, it's.
0: It's different because, you, you know, you're hearing it through your ears and mm-hmm. your brain and all of that. So.
1: But that'll change once you're used to hearing yourself. Yeah. Because yeah, I've noticed I'm that by playing. I'm more comfortable. By before, performing through the years. I, I, I remember when I first started singing, I had the same issue. You know, it's like, well, what I'm hearing is not what my my mind's perception of my voice is. But as you do it more, cause it becomes what you hear. So. Because,
0: I, I mean, I can say three weeks in to our podcast, I am getting more comfortable with hearing my voice being recorded. And it's, it's not as strange and distant to me anymore.
1: Right. So, you're, so yeah. you know, you, so you're learning things about yourself really, that you've never yeah. knew. <laughs> um,
0: another thing that people have either commented or asked is do I practice for the podcast? When and do that's you got a, time to practice? well, yes, one, I don't have time. <laughs> uh, so no, but it's not a simple no. Because like I was telling Alex last night, and here's a confession. Because of my ADHD brain, I have an internal monologue inside my head
1: mm-hmm. 24-7. It's like the song Jerry uh, says, listen to that yes. radio inside your head.
0: It's all the time. That's why I relate to his song so well, because not just music Uh, I have full-on conversations inside my head. So I'm either talking to other people or I'm talking to myself. So I, I guess, can say I have practiced the podcast because it's always inside my head. I'm always thinking, what am I going to be saying? And I mean, that's been since I even thought about the idea of doing a podcast before I even mentioned it to you. I was doing them in my head to kind of see, could I do this?
1: But I've been telling you for years that you need to do you need to do a podcast and do, do something.
0: Yeah, I, I just I've, I kind of needed to fill out, you know, the mm-hmm. the thoughts in my head and
1: And that being said, you don't go in front of a mirror for the No, script. no,
0: I'm not yeah. I'm not sitting in front of a mirror. No, I'm, not I'm not sitting in see. front of a microphone. There is this video that was posted around recently on Facebook. It's a clip from Gilmore Girls. And Lorelei is explaining the chaos that goes on inside of her head. And it is the most relatable. I, I, I wanna find it and post it. That's what my brain is like all the time. So yeah, I sat down and I've had these conversations. So when I step in front of the mic, it's kind of not my first go at
1: it. You know, but I, I think that's really common with a lot of people. It's, it's like, people always have their conversations going on in their head. There's something going on in their head all the time.
0: See, I'm finding out, see, I always thought that, but I'm finding out that that's not always it's the not. case. They, apparently, there are people that can absolutely have no thought at the moment.
1: Really? I would like to talk to some of these people. I really,
0: what is going on in your head if you don't have thoughts and conversations? (laughs) Because I have no idea.
1: My brain never stops.
0: It doesn't. I mean, like if I get, if I roll over at two o'clock in the morning, my brain's already Mm -hmm. taken off and I have to shut it up to try to get back to sleep. So yeah, the the fact that people don't always do that is just mesmerizing to me.
1: Well, like with me, it's like if I have a conversation with somebody, like I'm at a show or something and I talk to somebody. I've, I know I'm n- notorious for putting my foot in my mouth all the time. I'll I'll just say things. And you it might
0: be the only person worse than me at that, actually.
1: Oh no, there's Jeff Stroud. He's. <laughs> I think yeah. we're about on the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no. Anyway, I, I I'm notorious for putting my foot in my mouth, and so I'll say things to somebody, and then I'll have a conversation with them, and I'll walk away. Okay. And when I walk away, I'm redoing that conversation in my head. Okay,
0: know. now see, this is this is where the difference between me and you are. Because I do the same thing. But see, mine stays in my head. Mm-hmm. You actually verbalize it. And you'll be sitting in the car and verbalizing these conversations. And I'm like only getting part of it and going, what are you saying? What are you talking
1: about? Well, it's because I only verbalize part of it. I'm sitting there. And the conversation is going through my head. And then I will spit out a random sentence.
0: And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And you're like, about? what are you talking
1: about? And I'm like, oh, I was just talking to somebody I had a conversation with. <laughs> like like yeah. as if I could speak and it go into the past or something. Yes, yes. But no, I'm always doing that. I've always done that. I always relive it. Because I don't... I'm not a person for making small talk. I, I cannot do small talk. I'm, I'm the worst. And if I do small talk... I'm just sitting there and we're going to be in silence you know
0: If if there is a topic that I am particularly interested in or I, I can about. or know about yeah I can talk all day mm-hmm. but small talk I'm I, I you know I'm it. the person that when the waiter hands me the food and says enjoy your food I say thank you you too
1: Exactly I do the same thing
0: <laughs> It's like oh I guess and you know that one time that we did actually have a waiter laugh and say oh am I joining you Mhm no, please don't. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was just trying to be polite, and I'm not
1: really good at this. You are very polite. Like, when we were coming back from Doc Seafood last night, we had to drive home.
0: And for the record, this has not happened to me in a very long time.
1: Okay, so we drove home, and the drive was a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So we were just getting out of Corpus Christi, and if those of you who don't know Jennifer, she has a lead foot. Yeah. She I drive so,
0: fast everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do not drive reckless. I don't switch not lanes. Reckless. I don't do any of that. But
1: just fast. I'm fast. So we got pulled over for the first time, and I don't know how. And
0: long. to be fair, I actually wasn't driving fast for me. I was only doing seventy four and a sixty five. <laughs> for me, that's not that's fast not, at all. Not. So that's thank not. God. Yeah. So we have um, to get a
1: very nice police. Yes, yeah, she was.
0: She was very nice. I've only been pulled over a few times, and. They always get a ticket. I don't get out of my tickets, mm. and it's because my mouth gets me in trouble. But I was polite, which Brittany would be proud of me for very that. Very polite. But it was also the very first time I was pulled over by a woman. I've always been pulled over by men, and I don't know if it's just something my mouth get, I just yeah. triggers me, and I'm auto- automatically on the defensive.
1: Because typically you're like, Oh, he better not say this to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flame like, him.
0: What are you talking about? Pulling me over?
1: <laughs> the few so, times, that yes, you've
0: been it, over. but it's. I mean, I'm talking less than one handful
1: of times. But, but this particular time, the lady was very friendly.
0: And it wasn't me. It was like a slow pull over because yeah, I passed her, and I told you I was like, yeah.
1: I'm gonna get pulled over. I'm
0: gonna get pulled over because I saw her headlights pop on. Yeah. And then she got over on the left side of me, paced me for a bit.
1: She's checking checking us out.
0: And then got behind me, and I was like, yep, here we go. There
1: you are, and then the lights came <laughs> on. came on. I, I mean, was like, oh, man. And this was on the Corpus Christi Bay Bridge there.
0: Yes. I mean, we were barely out. <laughs>
1: Again, I'm pulled
0: mm-hmm. over. But I drove the speed limit all the way home, which I think was probably the first time that that's ever happened.
1: It took us a while to get home. Usually we can get from Houston to Corpus in just a, a couple of hours, a couple, <laughs> two and a half either. hours. And it took us a full three and a half hours. Yeah, to get it back. took me the
0: full bit. So.
1: But she gave you a warning. She did. And you thanked her. I did. Like, like she's
0: like, here you go, and I was like, thank you. Uh
1: huh. Thank you for the ticket. Appreciate it. <laughs> the one boleto that you don't want. <laughs> yes, I don't
0: want that. Uh, and she did warn me that the speed limit would be dropping to sixty mm-hmm. ahead. So give me a heads up. So that up. was
1: that was. That was interesting. But going back to Jen's lead foot, she's always had a lead foot, and she's destroyed many a car. One. We had a Thunderbird when we first got married.
0: One car.
1: And she threw the rods on it one time. And then we saved up enough money to Get fix that the engine. car fixed. And they bored the heads. And fix the, fix the all engine. All of that stuff means cost,
0: nothing to me. I don't understand any of that. It
1: costs $2,500. I
0: do understand that.
1: For us in the 90s when we had no money. We were both in
0: school. I don't. I think you were p- working part-time. I was working at a
1: rubber plant.
0: I was working at San Jack College as one of those students that do random things at the school.
1: We went to go pick up the car from the We've shop. We
0: borrowed. We scraped we get the car
1: <laughs> and then we take it over the beltway and this wasn't but this wasn't but 15 minutes after we picked the okay, car okay
0: it was the next day
1: i don't think so i think it was the same day if i remember right it couldn't have been very long no, after it was we not picked long the car. and then we were going around the beltway 8 and to get on i-10 going towards baytown from houston and she put the pedal to the metal and I'm like, Jennifer, go easy on the car. He, the, the, the the mechanic said, go easy.
0: It's a Ford Thunderbird. It should be able to handle going 80.
1: But the engine was just rebuilt, and she okay. put it down.
0: Now, I'm trying to understand how waiting would have made it better because to go fast. Because it was
1: faster. brand new. It has to settle See, in.
0: I, those are things I don't understand.
1: Especially when you're 19.
0: I really didn't.
1: And boom, we hadn't had the car but one day, if 30 minutes. And she the rod, she threw the rods car, on the freeway. And I was like, I just, I, I just laughed. I couldn't be mad, you know? I mean, what the, what's the point in getting mad? I just laughed because the engine, car, we just dropped $2,500 on this engine. We had it less <laughs> and, than and one day. There was no way it was going to. I'm hearing a clankety clank, clank, clank. And it wasn't because of bad craftsmanship or workmanship, no. it was because of the brick you have on your foot. Yes. That's all <laughs> me. <laughs> Me, but however, I am grateful. I am grateful for that lead foot that she has because it gets us to Minnesota very fast, it gets us to gigs very fast, and she hardly ever gets pulled over
0: because I'm usually very cautious. So, where are we heading this week?
1: Man, we got another packed week this week starting on Thursday
0: over in Galveston at Riddles in the Sand, Riddles in the Sand, or Riddles, Riddles on the sand.
1: the sand, Riddles in the Sand. Riddle,
0: yeah, Riddles in the Sand.
1: Do you not know your Jimmy Buffett tunes? How dare you not know your Jimmy Buffett?
0: Wait, Riddles in the Sand? Is that a song?
1: So it's not a song. It's the album. He came out with an album in 1984 called Riddles in the Sand.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And I'm not really good at knowing CD titles, Mm
1: -hmm. album titles. Let's see. According to Wikipedia, this album is the first of Buffett's album not to contain a song written solely by him. He co-wrote all the songs with Will Jennings and Mitch Utley.
0: Oh, well, see, now we, we've educated ourselves. And, and I would say our listeners, but they probably already all know that. They probably already knew this. And they're probably all shaking their head at me because I did not know.
1: Yep. And funny. this was uh, the first album that uh, Mac McAnally, had. there was a song by Mac McInally on there as well. And then one by uh, Rhonda Coulet. Okay. So,
0: well, you know. there we have it. That's the explanation for Riddles in the Sand and, and Galveston. The name. And then so, you yeah. would be there.
1: So what time were we playing there? Seven. Seven to, to ten. ten. Riddles is always Is fun. that
0: indoor at the pool? No,
1: that's this is indoor. This is uh the big concert at night.
0: Okay. So we know where to find and It's you. always
1: fun to play there because one, we get to play for our friends.
0: Yes, and so many of them show up Galveston It's great. Galveston
1: Bay, uh San Antonio, Padre, uh Port Aransas, and then uh Friends. You
0: always forget Austin.
1: Austin and friends from uh, all over the country so all of your texas parrot heads show up and we got uh parrot heads from all over the country so it's it's a really cool event and people stay cool because they're in the swimming pool like all day so we're looking forward to that
0: All right, and then Saturday, you're going to be at the Gulf Range. That's there on Crystal Beach, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's, for those of y'all who's hearing those little creaking sound, that's Sam-Sam moving around on the table. That would be
0: my 18-pound cat moving around.
1: (laughs) But, yes, Yes. Friday, um, this Friday, I will be at the Gulf Range with Jerry Diaz and uh, Alex Olapur. We'll be playing the the Gulf Range in Crystal Beach. Very cool. Another cool venue. Yes. I don't think they have food, but you can get all the drinks you want. Yes. <laughs> there.
0: And then Saturday, we are in Louisiana at Lakeside Resort. You know, I went to adjust the calendar, and I still did it wrong because I now have that you're playing from 11 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. No. That's not it's right. It's like five thirty, 5. 5 o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah, 5 to 7.30.
0: Yeah. Not and 11 a.m. to 7.30.
1: And I'm looking forward to playing this one because – I've never played it. I think it's in Eunice. Yes, it is in uh, Eunice. Louisiana. Jerry's offered this to me before to play it, but it's always in the middle of the week, like on a Wednesday. Or, yeah, and that's and,
0: a little rough drive. Dan. And
1: it's it's like a two-hour drive for us. I got to work, you know, and I can't get off work and then take off and go to Louisiana right in the middle of the week. And
0: neither can I, and usually I drive. So
1: exactly. That's a little so, difficult.
0: So, yeah, this will be fun.
1: So I'm getting, yeah, excited.
0: All right, so uh, I have an activity for our listeners What's that? We are going to have a guest on our show. We're going to be getting oh, the yes. uh, interviews very soon. So I'm not going to tell who it is. I'm going to give hints.
1: I think you should tell who it is. Because if people get the, if people get the message out and they know who it is, then maybe they can ask you questions to ask her.
0: All right. So, new game. On the fly.
1: Boom, boom,
0: We are going to have Mary Diaz. She's agreed to let me come and interview her and chat with her about some things. So if you have some wonderings, questions, thoughts that you want to know the answers to, drop that on our Facebook page and we'll see what we can get Mm -hmm. answered for you. But I'm just, I'm looking forward to it because I I was telling her last night, I knew from the get-go I wanted her to be the first person that, I interviewed, because honestly, if it wasn't for Mary and Jerry, we wouldn't be doing this. Mm
1: -hmm. If it wasn't for Mary and Jerry, a lot of people wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it's... Jerry has brought so many people into the Trap Rock world, and Mary...
0: And events, and and those events spawned other events, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's been a a domino effect from Mary and Jerry that a lot of this wouldn't be, so yeah, I mean she needed to be number one.
1: Behind every successful man is, is. a powerful, Mary Diaz? smart oh, no. woman. <laughs> it's, it's, Mary Diaz. it's Mary Diaz. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: it, it, yeah. It's true because you need us.
1: <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to hear what Mary has to say. And, I do too. And stuff because we don't when we're when I'm around Mary, we're usually talking about food or or something like that. But we don't really talk about business, you know or anything, you know, the going ons and And that's
0: because we're we're family. Right. And so we you know, we talk about other stuff when we're together. So mm-hmm. this will be a a fun time to get some questions answered. And so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that and that will be coming soon. Hopefully, we will have it ready for next week. That's the plan, and we can't wait for you to hear it. So one thing that's been on my mind this last week is Miranda Lambert.
1: Oh yeah. That's been a hot thing.
0: It has been. If you don't know, she called out some women that were in the front row of her show, I think in Vegas. For taking a selfie. I definitely can see both sides of this. As musicians, we talked about last week how it is definitely more enjoyable for y'all on stage. If the audience is participating, if Mm -hmm. they're enjoying the show and they're, you know, dancing and singing and, you know, just interactive. So I can get the frustration as we've become more and more into the technology age. We literally always have a phone in our hands. I was at a movie recently and people were on their phones during the
1: movie. People are always on the phone.
0: It's like, you right. paid 18 bucks to see this movie. Why are you on your phone? Right. So I, I get that, you know, looking out into the audience.
1: And we're both guilty of that.
0: Yeah, too. I mean, we are. And but so I can get the the frustration. However, from what I read, the, it was like a group of six girls. They stopped just to take a selfie and then turned around and sat down. It was really no big deal. However, having been on the fan side of you all shows... I don't know that how she handled it was appropriate.
1: I don't think it was appropriate. It seemed, it was, it was, it's kind of silly to me the way she handled it. And
0: and like a lot of people are saying, it was very mean girl. We've, we've talked about this last week as well. If it wasn't for your fans, you wouldn't be there in the first place. And, Mm -hmm. and, and like a lot of your shows that are at venues, like at Docks and The Wheelhouse and different things like that, people don't actually have to pay to be there. Right. These girls, paid and they were front row so i'm sure they paid a bit for those tickets oh yeah and to be called out on from on the stage for taking a selfie so that they could have memories of this event i, I think it was pushing it a little too that's far that's pure
1: silliness though for for miranda lambert to do that because like you said these these people paid hundreds of dollars to be there
0: yeah and, and you
1: know if i if i'm paying hundreds of dollars to be there if I want to just sit there and read a book.
0: And you know, I, in fact, it was Waterworld, that movie, wasn't there were a movie
1: called Waterworld? Yes, there was.
0: It was so bad, I pulled out a book and started reading. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like they were doing that. They were having fun. They were mm-hmm. enjoying the show. And so, yeah, I do kind of feel like mm-hmm. it was, it was Mean Girl. They're, right. You know, she's, I don't want our fans to feel like when they're at our show that, I mean, because they're having fun, they're talking, they're eating.
1: They're more than welcome to take selfies and all the pictures that they want. Well, I can tell you for me as an artist that that dynamic would not change from a small venue to a large stadium.
0: Well, yeah, your personality is for that. You, you know, hey, I'm playing a show. It doesn't matter if there's 10,000 people or if there's only two and their names are Mary and Jen. You're playing your heart out and you're Mm -hmm. enjoying it and you're going to,
1: and I will take a selfie with you. Yes. I will let you take selfies all day long. Right. It's not and a big so, deal.
0: Right. And so, yeah. I I loved LL Cool J's response. Mhm. Because never have I ever wanted to go to any show and eat a bowl of potato salad before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, oh, cuz he's like, "Hey, you want to come to my show and eat potato salad
1: and eat barbecue <laughs> and, 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 and just whatever." Just sit there and do just whatever. Sit there. That's fine with <laughs> so me. So now I
0: have this urge to just go to a show and eat
1: well, let's bring it back. Like... Let's bring that topic back to another close situation. Like, and I know this is sort of a change of topic, but we'll get back to it. Okay, I've played in big stadiums like that, yes, and you I, have, and, and I've, I play small venues as well. Not once am I going to chastise the audience for for that kind of thing, but at the same time, you got to know how to read your audience. Right. Like, for instance, uh, I wanted to play a, a lot of my original music in in Lake Charles, and uh, but. It really wasn't the time for that because when you when you when you introduce a lot of new original music, you want to have a listening crowd, right? So you got to gauge the crowd and see what they're doing, you know. And so, they
0: were having a good time and enjoying hearing songs that they already knew mm-hmm. and they,
1: having they were a good having, time. But it was that's right. They were having fun. a wonderful time, and I figured instead of just instead of playing my new songs that I've written
0: that they don't know that they and
1: don't know wouldn't be able to just. And, they're just, they're sitting there talking with each other. I'm, I'm not calling them out for talking because they're having a good time. Me and Howard's having a good time up here entertaining them.
0: And We're they just, weren't listening because, yeah. I mean, I had several people come up to me and say that they really enjoyed hearing you and it was fun. And so just because somebody's not staring at you doesn't mean that they're not listening.
1: And so we had a good time playing songs that they knew. Yeah, it was and, a lot of fun. You, know, that's, you just got to learn how to gauge the sh- gauge the show, you know? okay now we can go back to the original rant
0: and, and not only did she stop, she actually stopped in the middle of a song I wonder what I really want to know what her musicians were thinking when they turned and was told hey stop oh, I, I've got to I I've got sorry. to stop this right now
1: <laughs> or I feel sorry for the person who was running her tracks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, don't, I, I have no... She called somebody by name, so I'm assuming she actually had musicians there. Well, if she right. called
1: somebody by name, it was hey, the well, person maybe running the track. maybe a dread of tracks. I don't know. <laughs> hey, stop that.
0: I don't know what she's doing. I, I honestly... I don't... Uh, I was telling you the other day, I don't actually know any of her songs, so uh, I don't know I, anything I don't, about it. I don't know
1: any of her tunes either. I, she's
0: country singer, right?
1: I'm not sure. I think so.
0: I, say, I don't even know what genre she sings. I mean, I know her name right. from, from years... But I, I don't know anything. I mean, there might be something if you played, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but I, oh, I, well. I, I don't know. So we got in from our gig last night, 2.45. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was showered and in bed by 3.15. Mm-hmm. And you put on that stupid movie.
1: What stupid movie?
0: Uh, what did you watch? I, I remember flying babies out of the window.
1: It's The Flash. It was so stupid. The new Flash movie. It was so stupid. It was not stupid.
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't get past the the stupidity of the intro. I'm sure that beyond that, maybe. Oh. But if you have not seen this movie, I this is not a spoiler. But there is a scene where there is flying babies being thrown from a window (laughs) that the flash because the building's exploding at a hospital and these babies are being tossed out of a window and the flash has to save them and the dog it it was okay it was very comic bookish okay i i don't expect when i'm watching a movie that's based on a comic book For it to be overly serious. But there needs to be some believability.
1: It's the Flash. He moves really fast. He saved the babies. He saved a dog.
0: And he's the worst superhero ever. He is the
1: worst superhero. He's constantly screwing up everything. Everything.
0: Now, okay, I will admit I am a Marvel girl over DC. But I do enjoy Batman.
1: Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton for me. Okay,
0: well, for overall, yes, Michael Keaton. But. I like George Clooney.
1: Well, that's a difference there. Okay, you like Mike. I like I, Michael Keaton as Batman. I like him as Bruce Wayne too. But George Clooney made a very believable Bruce Wayne for
0: me. His Batman, you know, not so much. But you know, definitely Bruce Wayne. And then I have Superman, but there's only one Superman.
1: Right, Christopher Reeves. Christopher and Reeves.
0: And then to find out that Nicolas Cage was gonna be a, a I, Superman. I can't believe you no. didn't know that. I did Actually, not know. And
1: a lot of people didn't know that Nicolas Cage was...
0: And it really should have been kept hidden, because, no. I I, I love like, Nicolas Cage for different reasons, but not Superman. I love
1: Nicolas Cage as Superman. It's awesome.
0: No, Christopher Reeves is the only one. I didn't
1: it. say he was the best. I just said, it's awesome.
0: But I did like, the one thing I did like from your movie was the throwbacks to the other Batmans and... mm mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, now I, I really Superman. like Ben Affleck as Batman I do he actually I really. a fantastic Bruce Wayne he is. and an excellent and he Batman. gets a
0: lot of crap and I don't understand because I, I really either. think that He's he awesome. was a really good Batman for both Bruce Wayne and I
1: think Batman. because he was Daredevil before and, and I, Daredevil
0: I it, didn't go quite as well
1: and a lot of people just people just like giving uh, giving Ben Affleck a hard time they do good and I really like the guy
0: I really did i thought that part was good but i mean the whole rest of the movie it was just so much ridiculousness
1: i thought it was great i love i'm i'm a when it comes to sci-fi i love time related stories stories that have to do with time i
0: also like movies about time but this was about this little punk kid who keeps screwing up the timeline but
1: that's the flash the Barry Allen is the Flash, and he always screws everything he's up stupid. when it comes to time. I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> but anyway, I
0: mean, he he's even worse than Aquaman. What's 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 wrong with Aquaman? Oh come on! The whole premise of Aquaman is just you
1: now. Know, talk I about, love you, you Jason to, talk Momoa. to the manatees and and the fish and everything. So and what's wrong with the premise of Aquaman? You have to admit that it's pretty comical. What's I, but what's wrong with that? No, nothing nothing obviously
0: i did enjoy jason momoa's but that might you be more because jason jason momoa. Momoa. What oh which reminds me shark week starts today and guess who's hosting shark week
1: who's hosting Shark? jason, jason momoa. momoa yeah you'll be watching that along will, with all the other women listeners here
0: because shark week is always my mm-hmm. favorite and then shark week and jason momoa yeah. that's that's a plus for me
1: so's <sighs> muscles huh
0: yeah, it is. And he's got some nice ink too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: Jason Momoa. But yeah, I'm I don't know that I could sit through the Flash again.
1: I love the Flash. Now
0: there was the T V show that you were watching. Yeah. And that found that to be a lot more tolerable.
1: Yeah, but I stopped watching it because it was all agenda driven. That was really agenda driven. So I don't don't like watching agenda driven. But
0: but the show itself, I thought, was really good. It was much more believable to me than the antics of that movie. Why he
1: screwed up just as much much stuff in the show as he did.
0: But maybe because it wasn't all in, you know, cramming every mistake that you could possibly make in an hour and a half. You spread it out a little bit over several episodes. So Mm. I think maybe that. But, yeah, sign me up for Marvel any day.
1: Okay. I'd rather do Whoa. that. Whoa. I hate to switch the topic. Oh, we've been
0: doing that. We're good at that. Have
1: you uh, – Jonas Lawrence fractured his, fractured his arm. Arm, elbow? His arm.
0: Yeah, he was being super cool and riding a, a hoverboard. hoverboard. Yeah.
1: Like, Jonas, what are you thinking, man?
0: Did he just get back from watching Back to the Future? I think so. He saw those futuristic hoverboards and decided mm-hmm.
1: – He's gonna give we're going to take
0: that fun- funky little beach town to the hoverboard.
1: It's a funky little break now. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh,
0: fracture, sorry.
1: Fracture. That's right. It's just a fracture. So Jonas, a- we're hoping you get better really soon, man.
0: And please take your doctor's advice. Rest.
1: No. Rest. Don't be lifting things up. Stay away from the guitar for get a little while.
0: Get back to 100% so that you... Got to get him, get him off the injured list. Oh, kidding. Now we're going to have a musician's injured list. Right.
1: <laughs> well, we're sending Jonas some love there.
0: Yes, please do.
1: And all of our other friends are in Washington this weekend. State or s- Washington or- State. Donnie Brewer, Eric Erdman, John Patty. They're doing a big festival up in I guess Olympia or Wait, something.
0: Donnie's in non flip flop world. Hope he doesn't freeze. No, nah, it's probably warm up there. It's been warm everywhere. But uh yeah, seeing Donnie in Washington that's that's got to be
1: different. They're all up there having a good time right now. Can't wait to be with them at the surf ballroom.
0: Yeah, that's coming up faster than I'm ready for. Yeah. Got a lot to get ready.
1: Well, we're going to be heading to Minnesota not too, too soon. It's uh, Just a couple weeks. weeks. Going well, to I've got so much to do. Yep.
0: We'll be doing some recordings on the road. We'll have interviews. The show will still go on. We'll be posting those up. They'll just be coming from a different location. So, are you looking forward to that?
1: I'm very much so looking forward to that.
0: You've got the mobile setup ready to go?
1: I got to get a couple more pieces, and then I'll have the, the mobile setup ready to go. I've got the laptop, I've got the microphones, i got to get a an interface to take with this, but it's all good. I'll get it set up.
0: So, I feel like this episode is really a representation of how our brains work because we've been all over the place today. Mm hmm. But I hope people enjoy it because it's really a kind of an insight into who we are and how we think and we topic topic hop. All right. So we will be with you next week with Mary Diaz and we'll see you on the road this weekend in either Galveston Crystal Beach or maybe even Eunice, Louisiana. Mm -hmm.
1: Be sure to send in your questions. Uh, Ask us
0: what you want to know about Mary Diaz. Please put those on the Facebook or message me or Mark. Let us know. And we will get those questions answered for you.
1: Or if you want to know about anything else.
0: Yeah. We're open books. Ask and we'll tell you.
1: Ask and you shall receive. Amen.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everybody.